The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome to another episode of PPC Rockstars. I am Josh Allen, your actual substitute co-host today here with Location 3 Media. I'm actually joined uh, by our regular co-host, Jared Shredder, who just got back from a, a wonderful trip in Puerto Rico. Heck Looking yeah. a little tan, Jared. How you I feeling? Got, I got a little color, you know, lounging on the beach, did some spelunking in caves. Is that what they call spelunking. it? Spelunking. Spelunking, yeah. Really? yeah. Jumping around in caves a little bit. Check nice. out a bio bait. Check out Puerto Rico. It's a good destination. Nice. Did you eat some good seafood while you were down there? Uh, some good and some bad. It some was good and some bad. Both. Yeah. Uh, so you missed the Nuggets getting knocked out by the Lakers while you were down there. I How, did. Uh, it was on the TVs actually a little bit. They, really? That's some NBA in Puerto Rico. Lakers are big everywhere, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm a Celtics fan. So I'm actually stepping in today for Alex Porter, our co-host. He is actually in Dallas. Uh, he says he's at a client visit. We think he's probably just down there eating some fine Texas barbecue. Yeah, I think, but... I think some barbecue probably. Hopping on a rodeo or two, something like something that. Like that. Something like that. Actually, we're also joined today by uh, Location 3's SEO manager, Miss Tarla Cummings. Uh, Tarla, say what's up. What's up? Tell us, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you do here at uh, Location 3 for the audience. All right. I uh, do a little bit of everything when it comes to SEO. I help a lot with the biz dev, so talking to potential new clients about what we do here and what our offering is. And then I kind of oversee all SEO campaigns from a strategic side of things so I kind of give the the account teams advice and guidance on things that we can try and just really trying to stay up on the, the latest and greatest in the industry. Nice, nice. And uh, for those of you out there listening, Tarla actually also moonlights uh, <laughs> as a lovely singer for the band Moses Jones. What's your favorite song that Moses Jones performs? Uh, Pretty Young Thing from Michael Jackson. Pretty Young Thing. Uh, oh, Michael Jackson. PYT. All right. I yeah, bet you danced to some about. Michael Jackson in Puerto you know, Rico. At PYT in particular. <laughs> I was hitting that on the beach scene. <laughs> well, nice. Uh, we're actually going to, you know, since we have Tarly here today, we're the focus of today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about PPC and SEO and kind of how the two can work together, uh, you know, to really make a, a nice, robust uh, digital marketing campaign for you folks. Um, and maybe some of the differences, too, when when PPC is more beneficial, when SEO maybe is the better play. Um, I know, Jared, you said mm-hmm. you kind of want to talk a little bit first um, about keyword research as we kind of dive into this. Yeah, I think I think one of the, the biggest things that, that we see is that you're obviously playing in the same arena. You got the, you're going after the same sort of keywords, uh, hypothetically anyway, uh, and you know, how you go about kind of figuring out what the opportunity is is a big piece of the SEO and PPC puzzle. Um, I mean, from a paid search standpoint, you use the regular tools. You use, you know, the keyword research tools. You use, you know, Google Insights. You use uh, former campaign data, SpyFu, uh, all these different tools to kind of give you opportunities as well as just research on your own site and what's, uh, what your competitors are doing. Uh, and I guess, you know, the same is, is, is true in some aspects but different in other ways for the SEO side. So, so Tarla, can you kind of tell us how that differs and how you guys use those tools? Yeah, uh, and we do use a lot of the same tools. Um, 
the keyword estimator tool, the AdWords mm-hmm. tool that we use uh, dominantly to actually get the search volume, which clearly is going to play a big role big. in what we're picking. One thing there is, you know, we always use exact match data because, um, yep. you know, we're targeting very specific keywords. And, and certainly we're going to get broad match when it comes to, you know, long tail phrases and stuff like that. But when really trying to come up with estimates for what the potential is when choosing keywords, uh-huh. that's one differentiator to make sure that you're always choosing exact match data. Um, but, you know, we'll look at SpyFu. We'll look at a lot of those competitive tools. We want to see what our competitors optimizing against and really to build out that as large a list as we possibly can to start out with. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But then one of the biggest differentiators, I think, between uh, pay-per-click and SEO is that we then have to take that list and whittle it down to a very small group. I mean, depending on how many pages on your site, of course, typically you're only going to be picking one primary keyword per page with some very close variations. So that's yeah. significantly different than with pay-per-click when you can... Thousands after and thousands, thousands and thousands. So and so much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exponential. So much is writing on that decision, and that's where the paid data actually plays such a big role in what we pick. Gotcha. Because we can use the paid data and how well certain keywords are converting to help us make our decision for which you know one or two or however many keywords we're actually going to choose to go after for organic. Well, so you obviously. Eat. Don't want to make the wrong decision right away. Spend yeah. spend a year chasing the wrong word and yep. have it not pay off at the end. Exactly. One thing you brought up was the keyword estimator tool. Mm-hmm. I know one thing that it does have in there is, is how competitive a keyword is. So that, mm-hmm. does that play into it as well? It does, but I'll be honest with you. I don't really like the competitive tools um, or the competitive data that that gives you. Gotcha. Just because to me that number is so arbitrary. And I've heard some people at conferences say that the number isn't even correct. Yeah. Um, so really, what, from a competitive standpoint, what I do is go in and look at the actual SERPs for that keyword mm-hmm. and look to see, do we measure up to those that are on there? Do we have a similar number of backlinks? Do we have maybe a similar number of index pages? Are we at the same caliber? Or are we really just going to kill ourselves chasing, for chasing some Chasing tail. Yeah, exactly. you don't want to do that. So honestly, when it comes to competitive, I feel like it's much more experience-based rather than uh, an algorithm or a number. Gotcha. I mean, on the paid search side, we, we definitely use both, but you kind of attack it regardless, mm-hmm. but you'll end up washing yourself out in those highly competitive terms. So the same is true for you know, on the SEO side. Uh, do you guys factor in like the how much a, a click would cost on a word? Like that, that tool also sometimes spits that out. Is mm-hmm. that a, a factor you guys kind of look at? Um, it, it can be sometimes. Uh, I think it helps a lot when you know when you're running both campaigns simultaneously. Yep. You're you're able to know okay these ones we're really not able to go after because of the cost, but they are such great keywords for us. You know maybe we've tried them for pay per click before and we know they work well. They're just too expensive. So maybe there's an area that we're going to put a lot more effort in organically. So that's where that number can really play a part. Gotcha. And it's not mm-hmm. obviously just the cost. It's a lot of like how well it does. And you talked mm-hmm. about looking at. The paid search performance data. Do you have a, an idea how long you should run a campaign, or is there a minimum, or or how much data you should look at? I usually look at around a three month okay. window for paid data. Um, it, it does depend on the, the client and how quickly that you know how many impressions you're able to get, how many clicks, and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, but yeah, I'd say three months is usually a good window of data to look at. I think one month is just a little bit too small. Yeah, personally. yeah. That's too small for any it's, data. Set, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Got to have more juice. Um, so, so looking at, at the, you know, you don't look at the cost per click loan. You don't look at the conversion loan. How do you find the balance between like this is a super competitive mm-hmm. term. This one is a, it's a cheap term for us. It's a well converting term, but uh-huh. there's some really long tail that the that pay per click chases is like super long tail, right? right? 
super exact words, geo-modified, et cetera. Right. Like, where, how do you find the balance? Well, and there's different strategies, too. So, I mean, you know, when we're starting a campaign, we're really looking for those high-volume, you know, less short or less long tail, I should say, short tail mm -hmm. uh, keywords that we're going to be targeting for our main pages of our site. Gotcha. And that's the first place it starts will be. These are the existing pages that we have. You know, these, this is our homepage. These are the ones that are one step below the root. Yeah. So those are the ones we typically are going to want to target for those much broader, high-volume keywords. But then from there, when really driving a content strategy, which is so much of what SEO is now, is developing yeah. content, a lot of that comes down to that long tail. And that's where the, the paid data also, if looking at actual search query reports, seeing what mm -hmm. people are actually typing in, that is not only driving traffic, but potentially also driving conversions. That really feeds into our content strategy and finding, you know, people ask a lot of questions via search engines now. They type in a lot of really random stuff yeah. that you wouldn't think about, you know, individually, but when you look at the data, it's there. And it gives us so many great ideas for how to build blog topics or resource topics or yep. infographics, stuff like that. So, so for example, if someone's typing in after the other night, you know, the nuggets lost, where did the nuggets go from here, for example? Uh -huh. uh, having a good content strategy probably supports that, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. touching on actually catching those trending topics. That's a whole other oh, can right, of words. Right, right. <laughs> well, I think one important thing you brought up there was was that to look at the search queries and not the keywords. Keywords, mm -hmm. obviously, are misleading because of the nature exactly. of match types. So if you're using your PPC data to, to, to drive this, make sure you're looking at the queries, the actual queries, get a summed up total, exactly. see what's impactful there because that's the real nature of the beast. Nice. Well, I know uh, Tarla did mention a little bit about content strategy. I know we are going to get to that later in the show, but we're actually going to take a quick break. Uh, we, we come back again. We'll be here with Tarla Cummings, our Location 3 SEO manager. Uh, this is PPC Rockstars. We'll see you in a bit. PPC Rockstars. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to PPC Rockstars. I'm your substitute co-host, Josh Allen, uh, here with Jared Shredder. We also have our SEO manager at Location 3, Tarla Cummings. Uh, we're talking a little bit today about SEO and PPC and kind of how the two can work together. Uh, you know, I know, Jared, we just got done talking a bit about keyword research and a lot of the mm-hmm. tools that you can implement um, you know, now that we've covered that, what is, what's kind of the next big thing that you're looking at? Well, whenever anybody has this conversation of PPC and organic, how those two play together, it's always the conversation of cannibalization. Cannibalization. Like Magua in yeah, Last of the Mohicans? Yeah, kind of, kind of like Kinda? that. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's some, you know, advertisers have the tendency to believe that if they are there in the organic listings, then they probably got to cover it. They're probably going to get all the clicks that they're just wasting money on PPC. And so if I'm ranking, I don't need to pay for my ads. And see, that's that's the con- misconception at the end of the day. But that, that's been really kind of dissuaded. We've It's been disproved a number of times in the last two years, really, through okay. some studies that Google has put out. Uh, the one in 2011 called, um, it was a uh, search ads pause is what it was called. Hmm. So you can look that up. That was the first study, and then they revamped it uh, in 2012 to kind of, really dig into what is the effect of incremental clicks on having both paid search and organic or an absence of one or the other and how that actually plays out. And what that study actually determined was that 89% of paid search clicks are actually incremental. Wow. So no, in, in other words, in the inverse, that means that only 11% of the clicks that were created in by a paid search ad were actually picked up by the organic ads when the paid search ads are paused. So obviously, hmm. humongously incremental. The reason they expanded upon that study was 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 well what if the organic listing is right up near the top you know that yeah. is a big piece of this of this conversation yep. how well those play together so we're we're going to kind of dig into some more details about that real quick but but I wanted to to quickly reference that the the second study came out in 2012 one of the cool things to point out was that 81% of actually all ad click impressions come from come from search results that don't even have an organic listing. So that is kind of the other piece of it. So they have the 19% that you're playing in the same pool, but 81% okay. is playing in a completely different pool. And that, that's really the complementary nature of the paid search and the SEO. Okay, You're not going to necessarily be able to cover the full gamut of things in organic strategy because, like as Tyler said earlier, you're only picking a handful of really important words, chasing after them, then going after veins of those words after that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, you know. So at the end of the day, you to get that super long tail, you got to have the paid search ads, and eighty-one percent of those impressions actually are served when there's no organic result there. So uh, one of the big areas of this is the brand component. You know, that's when you're going to have a high rank on the organic and a high rank on the paid search. One thing that this study actually uncovered was that say you have your organic listing in the very top position, number one position, and you also got your paid search ads. Sure. You know, what you're, that's the most likely scenario that you're going to have a cannibalization. And most likely it's going to be on your brand. Just because yeah, brand yeah. terms. You get ranked up super high on those. It just kind of happens. 
Uh, the study actually uncovered that, that 50% of those clicks are still incremental. You would, Half of those clicks would still not be picked up if they weren't there. And that's because of the nature of, you know, you got more competitors there. You've got competitors on the side. You've got other people ranking on your brand organically as well. Mm-hmm. It's that real estate conversation. You want to own more of that page. So if someone's searching Domino's versus searching pizza. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, you're, if you've got your branded search, your Domino's. You still want to be up there in the paid and organic. That's one of the first places that people cut when they're talking about this conversation and cannibalization. They're like, ah, if we're on the brand, why do we need to be there? Owning your brand is super important. Sure. And owning it well, too. Get some exact match keywords in detail. <laughs> Telling you geomods, the whole nine yards. Don't cut it short. It's crucial. So one thing that, that, that put up there was... Uh, that as you go down the page, though, if, if the organic listing is in two through four, it's actually 81% incremental. Okay. And then five and beyond is actually 96% incremental. So this does beg the question, like, how do you make those play together when they are in both the top positions? So your brand, you know, how do you make them work together and not fight against each other? Obviously, there's a higher level of incremental cannibalization going on, 50% in that top ad. But there are ways to kind of make those work together. Uh, one strategy that that we've seen and that was actually uncovered in the study was was using a complementary messaging to okay. the uh, to the organic listing, so that they're they're not the same message, but they're definitely up the same vein. They're encouraging in the same way. Maybe your paid search has used as a call to action, something like that, that might differentiate it. But overall, it's the same themed ad. Actually, that encourages them mm-hmm. to go to the organic listing more than the paid listing. So that kind of reverses that cannibalization. Okay. Yeah, and it's a difficult thing because uh, you know I think. You can change up your ad text pretty quickly. Not to say that you can't change your title tag and your meta description quickly, but people tend to not change those as frequently. As it but you yeah. can find some sort of centralized message, something that you know maybe you'll have for a long time. Um, you know, uh, the title tag, which is what's going to show up as yep. the title of your your search result. I mean, that is incredibly valuable real estate for SEO. You want to get as many of your keywords written in there in a very tactful way, yeah. not, not keyword stuffing, but however you can. You can get them in there. So I mean, no you're, black hat you're stuff. 65. <laughs> exactly, uh, you're 65 to 70 characters limits pretty valuable. So mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's not going to be always the best to match it up with what you're messaging and, and throw your call to action in there just because you're using a valuable characters. Mm-hmm. However, the meta description can be a place where you can do that because meta descriptions don't actually help with your ranking at all. They do help with click through if you can get your keywords in there. Mm-hmm. Then if people are searching those keywords, it becomes bold. It catches the eye more. Uh, but it's really kind of your sales copy and that place to be adding in those calls to action and, and somewhere where you can really play around with, with matching up with your PPC. Well, and one thing that, that's important there is that you can't mold that one quite as quickly. You can't mold the title tag and the main mm-hmm. description quite as quickly on the organic side. But you're also going to have that built towards relevancy of that page. You know, right. You're going to have relevant content there. So I think the onus of making sure they play together does land on the paid search side. you got to make mm-hmm. sure you're... You're looking at those things and you're doing a complimentary messaging, which you should be anyway because mm-hmm. you should be thinking about relevancy as well mm-hmm. and to, in order to get good quality scores and get the full effect of your campaigns. So I think that that's crucially important. Make sure you're on the paid search side, paid search side that you're taking the effort to look at what's co- showing up in the organic, especially in that top one through five listing because that's mm-hmm. where the real uh, battle is going to occur and try to encourage them to go to the organic by having a similar message. Mm-hmm. I think that's crucially important. One other thing that came up in the study was actually that uh, 81% of impressions on ads actually come from uh, search results that don't have an organic listing. But at the same time, only 66% of clicks come from that same group. What that indicates right there is that 
in the absence of an organic listing, click-through rates on paid search ads actually suffer. Really? Your PPC ads are going to have a lower click-through rate if you don't have an organic listing. Is it people just don't trust it? That's, yeah, I think validity issues. Absolutely. Validity is crucial to that whole component. It, you, by you having two messages that are complementary, it validates it. You're ranked high here, high here. You're obviously a relevant result in the eyes of Google and uh, as a result in the eyes of the searcher. When you're just alone right there in those organic listings, you're not necessarily as relevant. So one thing that encourages that when you do get them two on the same page, you're going to get higher click rates. It's going to benefit your paid search ads. Beautiful. All right. Well, I, uh, again, we're going to take another quick commercial break before we come back for the final segment here. Uh, I think we are going to talk a little bit about some content uh, as well as some landing page strategies. Uh, but again, we'll be back in a second. This is PPC Rockstars. PPC Rockstars. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Uh, we've been talking a lot today about PPC and SEO. Jared's back from Puerto Rico with a beautiful Damn. tan. Looking golden brown. Golden. We're also joined <laughs> by our uh, SEO manager here at Location 3, Tarla Cummings. Uh, we haven't got her to sing yet on the show, yeah. but we might be able to pull that yeah. off before it's all said and done. Um, I know we're a little limited on time, but uh, you know we've been talking about a lot today. I think one of the things that we do want to get into uh, is kind of the discussion of rank versus conversion and kind of how SEO and PPC 
play together. Um, Jared, what are your thoughts? Well, and, and really how they could play off each other. I mean, one thing we have is that page search is obviously always conversion-focused. That hasn't necessarily been the case for, for SEO. Yeah. I think historically, um, you know, if, if you do SEO and this did not, this does not count for you, so don't be offended. But I think historically, <laughs> a lot of SEO has been focused around the ranking and simply driving the, the visit, but not necessarily conversion. So when you see a lot of content or websites developed specifically for SEO, they're very copy heavy because Google likes copy, you know, tons 250 and tons words or more is best mm-hmm. practice and getting like your keywords in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five paragraph <laughs> essay every <laughs> time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but the problem with that is that's not necessarily the type of, con- you know, content that's going to convert. Um, so we're always driving towards that rank, whereas PPC is so much more focused towards the conversion. And I think what you really need to get to is this combination. Like maybe you still need that content, mm-hmm. but you know you could put that more below the fold and just making sure that you've got all your conversion elements, you've got your lead form, and you've got your yep. calls to action, calls to action ab- yeah. above the fold, and it's still visually pleasing. So you really are playing to both of those sides. Yeah. I think that's something that's been traditionally missing in a lot of uh, SEO content development. Well, cool. yeah, and it's really applying some of your PPC best practices as well as the combo mm-hmm. with the organic because. One thing that lacks on the PPC side is a lot of times it is a little bit deeper level of content. You don't want it above the fold. You want kind of that bullet pointed like why is this important to you? What's the benefits? What's the sales pitch? Yeah. Nice visuals. A mm-hmm. quick, clear, concise path to conversion is crucial all above the fold. But you still want people to have access to the information because if they're not convinced with those bullet points, mm-hmm. that's what that deeper information does. So it's yeah. kind of using those I guess, the, the cohesive strategy together and playing on the same pages. Yeah. And I think a lot of those tools that you know you, uh, people will use with landing page conversion, looking at Google Website Optimizer oh, yeah. and ClickTail and stuff Crazy like that. Egg. Crazy <laughs> egg. Um, those can really benefit SEO, and I don't know that they've really been used nearly mm-hmm. as much with that. I mean, I think when I first start thinking along these lines, I was like, okay, I need some help from other teams to help me understand how to better sure. convert yeah. these pages into something that people will Yeah, much more cohesive strategy. Into. I mean, if you see that people are, are reacting with certain elements over and over, and especially mm-hmm. like you have the bullet point information at the top of the page, well, if you see that there's high interaction with certain components of that, well, that's opportunity for deeper, le- deeper mm-hmm. level of content. Uh, speaking of deeper, level, deeper levels of content, like one thing that we actually use in the reverse, this is back on keyword research actually, mm-hmm. but in the Bring reverse, full circle. yeah, is, is using the analytics data of like the site search, how people are searching within oh, the yeah. site is, is a really cool way to develop keywords because they're looking for something else, maybe something more detailed, maybe a specific brand that we're not necessarily capturing in the keywords out front. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of using that, again, it's, it's playing off of each other to benefit both sides and, and they can live in the same landing page potentially. It, mm-hmm. Sure. So, so like if I'm searching on, you know, maybe Nike site or a different shoe brand, instead of searching for running shoes like I would on Google, maybe I'm searching for a specific model or type of shoe on the actual Nike site. Exactly. And you can, and you can see how they actually, how those people are functioning on the site too, how they're, you know, what their bounce rates are, if they're converting, all those different things. You can figure that down and figure out how valuable those particular elements are and use them both in organic and paid search. Uh It's, It's a way to use analytics uh, you should use analytics anyway, but, but, but yeah, exactly. But use it on both sides to, to benefit both. So, I mean, are, are there any other ways that, that uh, you go about kind of using strategies from paid search and SEO together? Yeah, well, so a lot of the content that we've developed, so I'm going to use a local example. We have a franchise client that for SEO, we built a lot out a ton of 
product plus geo-focused content. So it contained the product keywords that we wanted in conjunction with all of their different location keywords. So we built all this content out specifically to rank in organically in the search engines. Well, because we also do a franchise PPC program for them, mm-hmm. once you know we kind of that, that team, we started talking yeah. about what we were doing. They started driving their uh, pay-per-click ads to our new SEO landing pages, and because they were so fine-tuned, content-wise specific to the product and the geo, it actually increased their quality scores. Definitely, yeah. You're going to see a higher quality score. You're also going to see again a better user experience for that page. If someone mm-hmm. is looking for an Atlanta sub shop, if this was a you know. And you drive them to a page specific to Atlanta rather than a generic sub shop page, you're going to get that enhanced experience. They're going to be one step closer to converting, and that's the same sort of philosophy. Yeah. Um, on the same side, you talked about, I guess, title tags and how those plays with with the title and so on. Is are there any other tips? I guess maybe with like the the deep links, like to to different content pages. Like we have the similar thing in in paid search, which is mm-hmm. the site links, which are deep links. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys do any strategies around that, or? Well, I mean, so there's the organic site links, which is a little tricky because we can't control those. The most that you can do is go in and, and ask Google through yeah. Google Webmaster Tools to uh, take one out if it's if you don't like it. Well, if you ask them nicely, though, you know, that's the key. You ask them nicely, they'll do it for you, right? Yeah. Right on. Well, it looks like we're actually uh, right out of time all of a sudden. There um, you go. A lot of stuff to cover today (laughs) from both a PPC and SEO perspective. Tarla, we want to thank you for joining us. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we'll get you to sing next time. (laughs) Moses Jones, check him out for some live funk music coming to a venue near you. There you go. Uh, Jared, we'll uh, we'll see you next time, although I'm sure Alex will be back when he's done messing with Texas. thanks for subbing in. Hey, anytime, anytime. Uh, Check us out in a couple weeks. Uh, We'll see you back here for another round of PPC Rockstars. PPC Rockstars.